Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my guy and my friend, Eric Cook, at Farmers Insurance. He has been doing my insurance for a very long time, my auto, my home, my health insurance as well. He is one-stop shopping, and he is really as good as it gets. What do I mean by that? Uh, for starters, he's very quick to return phone calls and emails. I love that. A lot, of, a lot of people, it's like the next day, two days later, they don't treat you like they are you are their only client. I love the fact that he does that with me, and I know he does that with everybody else. Also, he checks in with you every year about your policy. He doesn't just let it roll over so we can keep collecting a commission check. Things change in your life. And sometimes you forget about it. He checks in with you. He puts your insurance into autopilot in which he takes care of it for you to make sure you have the coverage that you need. You're not going to do any better than Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. His staff at the Cook Insurance Group has over 70 years of experience. Call them today just to get a quote. Chances are he could probably beat it. If he can't, he'll say, you know what? Stick with what you have. He's honest as well. 303-790-8089. 303-790-8089. 80-89. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in Todd Davis, Super Bowl winner with the Denver Broncos. His segment is brought to you by the Davis Fund. How are you, Todd? Doing great. How are you? Uh, good. In all your years in the NFL, can you remember on cutdown day when the roster goes to 53 that any of the teams you played with put a heavy emphasis on special teams? And this is what I mean. Tyree Cleveland was not on the field during training camp, certainly not in the preseason games. He made the team because special teams coordinator Dwayne Stukes said Cleveland's important. They also traded Malik Reed, obviously to save money, but in his spot, there is Aaron Patrick. I can't remember one thing Aaron Patrick has ever done as an outside linebacker, but Dwayne Stukes wanted him on special teams. Can you remember in all the years that you've played where special teams was such a high priority? Uh, well, yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, special teams over the years have been coming more and more important. No, I'm uh, saying you when know, you played. When you played, can you remember roster cuts being made to specifically address special teams, making the case you are sacrificing offense and defense for special teams? Absolutely. We had tons of guys that were primarily special teams players that didn't play a snap on defense and didn't necessarily deserve to be the number one backup, but was so great on special teams that they made um, roster spots for them. And I feel like that's really what's happened my whole career. I may have even been one of those guys early on in my career where wasn't, you know, I started on defense and didn't necessarily deserve to be a number two, but I worked my butt off on special teams, so that helped me make the team. I definitely thought that, you know, had it in the trend even back when I was. Todd, give me a pulse check right now. Just, just, uh, just give me a view from 
you know, 10,000 feet on what the Broncos look like to you from readiness to compete uh, in week one to um, just the, the people that are now involved in this franchise. Give me a, give me a view from 10,000 feet for what you see when you look at the Denver Broncos. You know, what I see right now is a team with a bright future, for sure, and an organization with a bright future. I think, you know, George Payton has put together um, a really good roster, um, you know, of young guys and old guys are veterans that know how to play the game and can lead the team, but also young guys who have a lot of energy and are phenomenal players like Pat Patan. Um, I think that he's done a great job putting the roster together and also the organization. Uh, the Pendleton Group, I think he's going to do a great job um, bringing new things um, to Denver and really wanting to make big splashes, uh, you know, in the community. You know, I feel like it'll be a, this is the greatest time um, to be a Bronco, especially if you have a contract or something coming up. Uh, you definitely want to be a Bronco right now uh, because they want to make some big moves, some big splashes, um, and do great things for the team and the community. We are talking with Todd Davis, Super Bowl winner. His segment is brought to you by the Davis Fund. Uh, certainly by looking at the roster cuts at the wide receiver position, uh, George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett put a heavy emphasis on speed. There were other guys they could have taken, like a Kendall Hinton, but he was released, or he was waived, I should say. So, speed guys, Hamler, Washington, and Jalen Virgil. You're a middle linebacker, and there's a five-wide receiver set that we did see during the preseason, so you know the Broncos are going to run that. How do you defend... Sutton, Judy, and then all that speed with Hamler, Washington, and Virgil when they're all on the field at the same time. You know that's a tough that's a tough task for a defensive coordinator. Um, I think you you double uh, Cortland, um, and I think you hold on for the best. I feel like everybody else is kind of on island, and you hope that your D line does its best uh, to get after the quarterback because you know nobody has you know five great DBs that can lock down you know those five guys. It's it's just not on any roster in the NFL. So um, you may put a, put a blitz together, try to shut down one half the field, and then pray for the best. Todd, the other night, Mike Boone ran the ball extremely well. He had good blocking in front of him. We started to see the, uh, the run game uh, produce for the first time. We haven't seen the ones run this thing yet. But I think that we have a sense that this team is going to run the ball if this team can do what they want to do in the running game how dangerous all of a sudden is this offense maybe to the point where we haven't seen something like this for a while i'm not saying like peyton in year two or year three uh, you know back in the day but i'm talking about for what we've seen in the last seven eight years this could be kind of otherworldly can't it Absolutely. I feel like it could be a dominant performance if they are able to run the ball successfully. Um, you know, you have a great stable of running backs and Melvin Gordon, uh, Javante Williams, and Mike Boone now. I feel like if they're able to run successfully with with them, it opens up Russell Wilson's passing game to a whole other level. All the play action and boots they like to do to get him out of the pocket and he'll be able to see the whole field. Um, you know, now that you have to load the box versus the run, you can have people like, uh, Jerry Judy, uh, KJ, and Corey said one on one, you know, for some really deep routes because now you have Ian in the box trying to stop the run. I think the 
recipe uh, for success for the Denver Broncos. So if they're able to run the ball well, they should be very dominant on offense. I want to bring back a conversation we had right around the time Russell Wilson was acquired by the Broncos. And one reason I love having you on, besides your knowledge of the game, but your candor as well. I said to you, with the addition of Russell Wilson, are the Broncos a Super Bowl contender? And you said no. You said, I believe they're a playoff contender, but I don't believe they are a Super Bowl contender. Now that we are two weeks away from the start of the season, less than two weeks away from the start of the season, and the roster is set, and you've been out to training camp, you've seen preseason games, you see what Hackett is like as a head coach, so on and so forth. Has your mind changed? No, not at all. I still think that they are a playoff contender, but not necessarily a, not necessarily a Super Bowl contender just yet. You know, I was here for um, a couple years with Peyton Manning, and it took time for us to win that Super Bowl. It took losing in the Super Bowl. It took losing in the first round as the number one seed. Um, and then ultimately we, we won the Super Bowl, but it just takes time. And you have a lot of young guys that are successful players but haven't been successful as a team and don't necessarily know how to win a championship together. There's a formula to it. Um, there's something that's learned over time. So I think in the next, you know, three, two to three years, they'll be Super Bowl contenders for sure. But this year I think playoffs is a great mark for them to start after. Tell us about the Davis Fund. You know, today I wanted to actually talk about something different. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? It's your, as, as a friend of mine, Chet Kopik, longtime sportscaster out of Chicago, used to say, it's your dime, it's your dance floor. <laughs> so in honor of my friend Chet Kopik, Todd, it's your dime, it's your dance floor. Go. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, you know, I tapped the Davis Fund, which is my um, real estate development fund that I started last year. But also, this year, I'm starting a new venture called Mindful Mills, and it's going to be elevated uh, meal prep food. Um, and we're going to open up our shop here in September. Uh, you can check us out on Mindful Meals 1 on Instagram, um, but also we're going to have another side of it called Hopeful Meals, which are going to be meals that are proven to help fight uh, cancer, Alzheimer's, and heart disease. Um, so we'll have different packages like, uh, you know, if you buy 10 Mindful Meals, you give uh, Hopeful Meals to somebody struggling with cancer, Alzheimer's, or heart disease. Um, I'm really passionate about this, uh, and we should be gearing up to start here in September, so it would be fun. What was the inspiration behind this? Um, you know, I've always, you know, I'm a foodie, so I guess I've always loved food, and I have a couple of friends that are chefs. Um, you know, I actually have a friend, um, George Placeridis, who moved from California to Colorado to help take care of his um, sick father-in-law who was dying of cancer, so he had to do a lot of research on, you know, cancer preventative uh, foods and things that could help him. Um, so, you know, we, we decided to partner together to really, um, you know, bring some great food to the city of Denver. By the way, just as a suggestion, not to tell you how to run your nonprofit, but there is a similar nonprofit out there called Project Angel Heart. It's here in Denver, and they do a similar thing that you guys are doing, so maybe you might want to talk to them. I'm not necessarily saying partner, but just, just to get some ideas to strengthen your organization. They, they do meals for cancer patients as well, but you have expanded it out beyond cancer. So, you know, that's awesome what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, it is. How do people contribute? How do they get involved in Mindful Mills? So right now, you can check us out on Mindful Mills 1 on Instagram. Um, the website is coming very soon. It should be ready in the next week. So next time we talk, um, I'll have the website link and bio. It sounds like in the... 
It sounds like in the background, one of your children is 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 hoping to get a hopeful meal. <laughs> For sure, he's trying to get in to get get a part of this thing too. Tell you what, Todd, love your view of the world and your place in it. Congratulations, my man. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right, see you, Todd. All right, uh, coming up after the break, John Gruden talked to the media yesterday, and boy, was he apologetic mm. for all the things that he wrote in emails. But are you buying it? Would you give him a second chance? Mm. Also, I-, I-, I love really cool stats. I just do. I don't necessarily look at them and say these are true and I buy into it, but I just saw something that is absolutely stunning. Okay. I mean, it's really super cool, and I'll tell you what that stat is next. Yo, yo. Turn it up.